Fuchsia. You know what? I've really been in the mood to watch The Last Unicorn. Have you? I'm, I'm always in the mood to watch The Last Unicorn. That's crazy. <laughs> do you know what I think we should do? What should we do? We put our noggins together, careful of the horns, mm. and, and and figure out a day. Watch it. Watch out that <laughs> thing. And figure out a day to watch the last unicorn together with the Celestial Cafe community. A community movie night? Hmm. There, On there topic? Is... What? Crazy. Wow. So I'm going to come up with a random date and time in my head. Mm, what about... January 25th, that's a Wednesday, at 7 p.m. EST, we can all come together on the Celestial Cafe Discord and watch The Last Unicorn together. That sounds great. I already have it on my computer ready to go with subtitles and everything for people you who don't rock. hear very well in Discord. You rock. You <laughs> rock for that. That's crazy how easily we came up with that idea together with no ideas prior no talking about this for the last six months whatsoever and that's on unicorn magic <laughs> jot that down oh it's so wonderful to see you again come in and unwind welcome back to the celestial cafe a podcast for the magical mind so come take a seat would you like something sweet a star drop potion for the soul maybe an enchanted eclair as a treat I just baked a batch of warm cookies with a dash of moonlight. I wonder what will happen if you take a little bite. Here is your bewitching beverage. Let each sip melt your worries away. It's time to open your mind. I wonder what magic awaits us today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to... Oh, hi. Whoa, hi. (laughs) Welcome to Celestial Cafe. We are a cozy little podcast for magical minds, big mugs of tea, and... Just a lot of casual roundtable chit chat discussion about whatever we want, really. Anything magical, mystical, witchery, fantastical. Uh, today we are back with a mini episode. It's a new thing that we're doing here on the podcast. This is just a more bite sized discussion of more specific topics that maybe few of the hosts just want to come in on rather than having a full four host extravaganza. Um, but yeah, today uh, we're going to be talking about unicorns. But before that, let's introduce ourselves. My name is Doug, Dugsley Dugertens, and I'm joined today by the lovely and freshly birthdayed Fuchsia. Happy birthday. Just Thank passed you. recently. Do I now look like I'm 87 years old? Because um, my back definitely decided to remind me that I'm 87 oh, years no. old. So boo-boo back that sucks i i actually woke up with like a weird shoulder thing so i guess we're both a little senior citizened out today <laughs> yeah but- i was supposed to go to a um the museum on saturday which was my what? birthday and uh, i had to cancel i was like i i, I cannot my back just says no <laughs> um that and sucks. then we we rescheduled it for monday but then uh, like it was too crowded on Monday and I was too tired, so uh didn't end up going at all. But that sucks. <laughs> that was my uh, birthday. I'm are old. you gonna you're you're gonna reschedule, right? You're gonna enjoy your day at the museum? Probably not. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that was it. That was the only chance you had. 
Damn. Okay. Well, <laughs> it, it was because it was like a holiday weekend, so it was a free weekend. But my friends also had time, like off work and stuff. So. Oh. Okay. Well, hopefully you get your get your butt to the museum at some point. Um, I just want to say quickly before we jump into some unicorn discussions, we want to thank everyone for the incredible support that we've been getting lately. Then. The, the the amount of listens that we've been getting and, and verbal love. And, and we also have four patrons now on our little sweet little Patreon. Thank you all so much. Uh, this is a labor of love and creativity for all of us here at Celestial Cafe. And we are thankful that you choose us as some of your voices that fill up your day. Um, we we really enjoy doing this, so we're glad yeah. that you enjoy doing it, and we're really excited to start getting into this more weekly content with these mini episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, today we're mm-hmm. going to be talking all about unicorns and unicorn magic, yes. and uh, I'm really excited about it. Cool. All right, so I guess a good place to start unicorns, right? We're talking about unicorns. Usually, when people think of unicorns, it's it's part of like this fantasy animal. Um, smorgasbord that's sort of uh, uh, bundled in with dragons and elves and fairies um, and, and unicorns have become this very mystical um, ethereal creature that fills a lot of people's minds and, and energy fields. What, 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 what do you think of the unicorn? What, what is the unicorn to you? Um, I... The unicorn's kind of just always been a presence in my life, so it's always interesting when I hear people who, like, don't work with unicorns, don't believe in unicorns, what their perception of unicorn is, like, oh, it's such a, like, boring, gentle creature, and I'm like, Mm. hmm... So, uh, like, they can be fierce. Yeah, they can be. They can be very defensive. Like, they're generally not going to pick a fight, but they they are good for a defense. Um, and uh, like, they can be fierce. They can fight. I guess they're very unassuming. Is what I guess is the best word about them. They mind their own business unless their business is minded. I think. Yeah. Um. And and I think that they're very territorial, um, creatures. Mm -hmm. But I think that this all could sound very silly to someone who might be like, "But unicorns aren't real, (laughs) right?" Um. And and while we're not going to be here to change anyone's minds, I do think that unicorns have a very specific archetype that is prevalent within this magical world that we choose to dwell in. If, if you're, if like, it, it's one of those things, like, I mean, if you're already here, let's say a celestial cafe, you're probably going to be a little more open to some of the mindsets we have to unicorn magic and uh, energy and lessons that might surround all of us. And, uh, manifest in very mysterious ways and yeah to bounce off what you said i i think that unicorns are yeah they 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 spend a lot of time by themselves they're territorial they they like what they like and i mean a big part of the unicorn fantasy is that only very special individuals come across unicorns special whatever that means like and so they tend to not appear until they choose to appear before you uh which i always find such an interesting and like energy dynamic in people's lives and it's not that 
there's like a worthiness, so to speak, because I think that some people's journeys are not meant to involve the unicorn. Um, but some people's are. And I'd like to think that you and I both have accepted the call of what unicorn magic entails, which is, of course, more than My Little Pony. And, <laughs> and No offense to My Little Pony. I loved it when I was a kid. <laughs> I, I, I loved it as a an adult. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> True. Oh. Um, so, so listen up, every pony. Uh, we're going to be getting into some unicorn magic today. I, and yeah. I, I think that a good thing to point out is... I actually want, I'm, this is going to be a call to action. Anyone who's not a part of the Discord, I'm going to be adding a meme to the Discord uh, once this episode is published uh, everywhere. There's, it's like those memes where it's like the virgin, like lame, uni- modern unicorn. And it's just like this big buff horse with a horn. And it was like, it's like the Chad old school unicorn. And it's more of this lithe goat-like like tufts of fur coming off of the limbs, uh, more mischievous-like creature rather than this big bulking hulk of muscular horse that we're used to seeing. Um, and I, I actually, in, for this episode, I did a little a little bit of research because I realized I didn't know much about like unicorn upbringing um, and like lore. I Oh my gosh, look at that. Oh, that's such a cute book, too. Uh, I like that picture. See, that, that, show that unicorn again. Um, that, that's, see, that's more, sorry, sorry to audio listeners, but that's more of the old school unicorn that I was describing. Yeah, I'm going to talk about this book when we talk about the history because it is great. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I, I, I'm just going to say what I learned today upon my little bit of uh, absorbing of unicorn information, which is. Um, the first sighting, speaking of unicorn was in like Mesopotamia, which mm-hmm. is where a lot of these weird occult things happen, by the way. I don't know if you've <laughs> noticed that, um, but Mesopotamia must have been just like a rich place for people to explore these things, uh, mm-hmm. and, and mindsets. But, um, with the, the and what it was described as like this creature, uh, that was the the size of a horse with a big horn, and then it was later on that who was the adventurer? There was a guy. I there was a boy who. <laughs> there was a boy. There's always a boy. Um, I don't know. It, like like um, it was one of those big adventurer guys, Marco Polo. That's his name, Marco oh, Polo. Oh oh yeah. Yeah, the the adventure boy, Marco Polo, <laughs> uh, wrote in his findings that like I, he was basically like actually like the 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 idea of what people had of unicorns is wrong because I saw a unicorn and it had mm-hmm. a big horn not on its head but on its nose and instead of having hooves it had giant elephant uh, feet. And its body was more so brusque and large. And people now looking back are like, okay, the dude found a rhinoceros, not a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, so those were like two of the earliest discussions of unicorns. And uh, that's really all I got history-wise. Do you do you have anything else to yeah, tell me about it? I, I've always found um, the history of unicorns fascinating because it's like dragons they have been mentioned everywhere at 
all times throughout history, pretty much. Like, mm-hmm. and these different civilizations that had no contact with each other back in 3000 BC. Um, like, there were mentions right, of unicorns right. in Chinese culture, and there was mention of unicorns in India and, and in Mesopotamia. Um, and so it's one of those things that I find. As a kid, you were like, I was like, you could not convince me that unicorns were not real once upon a time, like physical. I mean, I still think they're real, but like if physically real existed in our lands once upon a time, because every civilization had like a, yeah, a, um, a, a unicorn in their myths, in their folklore, in their stories, and not even that, but like in their, what they regarded as like their scientific findings like they Interesting. Yeah. Reg- like regarded this as not just a mythical being but as an actual creature that existed um right so uh like it's cool. one of those things it's it's really unique really interesting but it's also one of those things where in china the unicorn historically was seen as more of that fierce protector right um, what are they called keelik Keelins, Keelins, Keel, Keel, Hold on, hold on. Um, let me. Uh, I never. I don't know if I've ever said that word out loud. It has an apostrophe in it, so I never know how to pronounce things God, like we that. We butchered this. Uh, uh, <laughs> so sorry. It, it, it's something. It's Q U I L I N, I believe. Keelin, Keelin. You keep looking for that, but I'll, 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 I'll talk about something real quick about unicorns while you're looking. Um, mm-hmm. But I think nowadays, yeah, we, we mostly deal with unicorns that are lithe and, and powerful pure. and and pure. That's a very good word for the modern unicorn: mm-hmm. pure and pure of heart, pure of mind, mm-hmm. um, and they don't really like listen to anyone though. Uh, they they kind of work within their own societies right and um and and i think that all these mindsets and words that we've used for unicorns and unicorn archetypes like pure and yet beastly yet um athletic and um they're also very curious um about humans but they never get too close it's it's Mm -hmm. a very fair boundaried creature i think that when we step into like this unicorn magical world we can start to sort of absorb some of these mindsets and lifestyle choices and traits that unicorns have um and i want to ask you if you could talk a little bit about have you have you ever done unicorn magic in in any way shame or form I have. I mean, I feel like a lot of what I've done throughout my life has been unicorn magic without deliberately, like, putting a, um, that mindset to it. But I have done, um, I started specifically doing unicorn magic a couple of years ago. It feels like, to me, when other people do, like, astral 
projection and astral realm travel it's kind of like that like i'm go like when i do unicorn magic like i go to another world kind of um yeah yeah it's um it's a liminal space i think uh yeah for me as well mm -hmm. i i do um i have an offering through my website called the unicornicopia reading and it's a reading that is based upon me sort of communing with the Querent's unicorn guide. And I've always found it to be this really heady <laughs> tarot reading adventure as opposed to maybe a more grounded one where I'm like rooted in reality in a sense. Mm -hmm. I think it's I, I think that unicorn magic is really good at it. it it is what we make of it, but I think for me, I've processed most of it on this, I like the word astral scale, but I think that unicorn magic is also useful on an earthly scale Definitely. because they're extensions of nature, mm -hmm. which I also want to bring up a talking point that I've been rolling around, which is I, I'm of the belief that unicorn is fae. Um, yes. Yeah. You agree with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they like when I, I when I work with the Fae, I work with them separately from unicorns. But it's very like like they're kind of like an extended family kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's the same feeling. It's the same kind of uh work that I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. like I, I I and I agree with that too. And I and I kind of put dragons in that category too. I work with dragons as well, and mm -hmm. um I find them to be all. A part of like this fey liminal space we see you you don't see us sort of mm -hmm. mind games that they yeah. they like I to have, play i have a shelf um i i my altar is many shelves of different things um and i have a shelf that's my it's unicorn and fey altar um they they are together i mean like i have a yeah. fairy garden set up in it that has unicorn figurines <laughs> so it's they're it's a, very it's a perfect fit yeah. It's a perfect fit, I feel, and I think that for anyone who practices fey magic, they, I, I definitely recommend dipping your toes into unicorn magic. Now, I think that this is a good jumping off point where we can talk about what do we do in magic that is unicorn adjacent <laughs> like because uh like what what of uh in our magical practices uh, uh like props or mindsets or um, like like phrases or turn of phrases that we use within our practice that keep us close to unicorns. And I just want to show off real quick the main prop I use, which is my selenite unicorn horn wand, which I believe you have. See, we both have one. I have, I have, I have two oh. different shapes <laughs> that's awesome My, mine is like very like on the nose like i can put it on yeah. my forehead mm -hmm. uh like unicorn yeah. horn this and one's I, an actual like wand right just, yeah. i love that that's so beautiful um and my you camera's can, focusing and it, you can't really see on mine but i'm sure you can see if you compared both me and fuchsia's mine's mm -hmm. really beat up i use this for everything <laughs> secretly um secretly i'm infusing everything with unicorn magic and and the whole point of the unicorn's horn is that it is the way it heals um, it, within like folklore and literature. Like that's its healing power coming from the third eye, right? Which is another reason why yeah. I think that unicorn magic for me is so heady. Um, and so like um, psychic, <laughs> magical, um, rather than grounded. And I, I 
I like to even just do this sometimes and just imagine, visualize like all like the gunk kind of swirling through my body and sort of just being able to fall out of the horn sort of as like a spout um, of energy. But I, I, I know that unicorns love crystals. They love beautiful things. They're, they're kind of Venusian in energy, honestly, where they, they mm-hmm. appreciate, but they also appreciate like the down and dirty. They'd love this selenite, but they'd also love if I put it in the dirt and kind of mushed it around and then gave it as an offering too. you know, um, do you, what do you use in your practice? Um, so I, I obviously I use these. I actually I mostly use these. Um, I often use these specifically to cleanse my tarot decks. Um, yeah. Obviously, yeah. my last unicorn tarot deck, which is my favorite, so I t- meant I show it sometimes often on the podcast. But um, specifically, one that one always gets cleansed with this. Yeah, um, it's but, a perfect fit. I, I use this for my tarot. I use my both uh, unicorn selenite for um, cleansing my tarot decks. I have a couple. So I have a couple books. I have um, Llewellyn's Little Book of Unicorns by Angela Wicks and Unicorn Magic by Tess Whitehurst. Great unicorn magic books. And I... they have a lot of um, meditation exercises in them. So I, when I meditate on these, ex- with these exercises, I actually do put it on my yeah. forehead and meditate with it. Oh like no, that. it's so good. Mm-hmm. And I want to, I want to yeah. back up at least uh, uni- Unicorn Magic by Tess Whitehurst. One of the, mm-hmm. probably, I think it's the only like true unicorn esoteric magic book that's out there that involves spell work and meditations and finding your unicorn guides, which I wanted well, to talk this about one does as well. Too. This one's does newer. It? Yeah, okay. this one's newer. And wow. It does okay. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll have to look into that because mm-hmm. uh, I got the test one uh, like in like 2020, so that's pretty yeah. new too. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I didn't know that was so new, so I'll, I'll have to look into that as well. Um, but I, I can definitely vouch for um, Unicorn Magic. It is mm-hmm. always the book I recommend to people that are wanting to seek out a more um, magical way of jumping into Unicorn Magic. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's so... It, and the person who wrote it is so flowery and so genuine in the way she writes it. It's it's really a joy. It's a it's a creative flow that I think is really fun. So check that out if you're interested. Um, the very first exercise in this book is literally just going outside yeah. and laying on the grass and staring at the clouds and letting your mind wander. And it's like it yeah. it's like meditation. Except you're letting your mind wander and you're letting your imagination run with run away with you. And it is just yeah. like to get you in that mindset of like that otherworldly feeling of working with unicorns. Yeah, and, and that I and, loved it. And that freedom. I think that's another really powerful unicorn word vocabulary term is is freedom. Um they are untethered. They don't have masters. They are free and wild and beastly and dangerous, surely, if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, I, I think that they would not hesitate to hurt to protect themselves. And I think mm-hmm. that, um, I don't know, that, that, that freedom of like rules and regulations that unicorns have 
I think that's one of the first things that I started experiencing when I started working with unicorns was like this freedom from, uh, I, I don't know, societal expectation, just sort of allowing myself to enter a more personal flow rather than sticking with rigid, expected schedules and, and mindsets, I suppose. Um, I and feel doing like just letting yourself believe in unicorns is like the first Freeing. step of unicorn magic is, of that freedom. That's true. Um, just because like for years, like it was like, oh, like hide it away because sure. people are going to think you're like a little child and you're being silly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we get that with yeah. magic in general, but mm -hmm. especially like even in magical communities, like sometimes I'm hesitant to say like I work with unicorns because people yeah. will be like, that's weird. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like we're weird, but you're weirder. So no, and I agree with that. I do think that there's like a weird little stigma with stuff like this and with dragons and with Faye even Faye being probably the most accessible out of all of these but it it, it I think that I I agree with you I it's a little different because I think that there's got to be some people listening to this that are like I've always believed in unicorns you know and yeah. um I was definitely I'm definitely one of those people that um I mean like when I was a kid I went to the zoo and in the gift shop they had unicorn horn necklaces. And I was like, wait, the unicorns? We didn't go to the unicorn exhibit? I was like, turn, <laughs> let's go back around. I was like, no, no, they were sleeping today. Like, take the necklace. Uh, I'll get you the necklace. <laughs> and I, I I went to school the next day, and I was like, oh, I got the, I, I, it's, a, it's a unicorn horn. I have a mm -hmm. unicorn horn, and you don't. And mm -hmm. um, that's when someone was like, you know, I, and like I was like first, second grade, and the guy had to be like, "Unicorns aren't real." It's like I had a very similar story. I was like, yes, in third they are. grade, and, and yeah. it, it, it's just like, yeah, they are. And um, I don't know. I, I definitely, if it, it felt right to me at the time, and like I look back and laugh because it's just, uh, it's so cute. But like I, I think that of course. Unicorns don't always have to exist on our plane. It's mm -hmm. subtle too. I think a lot of I think a lot of these magical things we discuss on here are very subtle and and not very in your face. Like I, I mm -hmm. um, I'd love to hear stories of people who have interacted with physically unicorns, but I can say that I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I would love to. Yeah, but, but we all I, know I, exactly how that would go. If you've seen The Last Unicorn, there is a reason I identify with Molly Grew. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't seen The Last Unicorn, we plan on doing a movie night in the Discord. Um, but they're, basically, Molly Grew is like she's she's been living with bandits in the forest, and um, you don't know anything about her backstory. There are theories which are fascinating, but um, but there, uh, but but like she, all you know is that she is very poor, living like in the forest with bandits, tattered clothes, like living on very watered down rat stew, and she encounters a unicorn and she's like why have you come to me now like mm. why didn't you come to me 10 years ago why have you come to me now when i'm old and broken and ugly and this 
and, and I'm just like, that's going to be me. I will be 80 years old, <laughs> which is seven years younger than I am now. Um, oh, yeah. I will be 80 <laughs> years old and if finally encounter a unicorn, a physical unicorn in the world. And I'll be like, why have you come to me now? <laughs> that's going to be it. <laughs> but I haven't I yet. <laughs> And, you know, unicorns are definitely for all ages. You don't have to be a kid to believe in unicorns. And you don't have to be um, a heathenous old witch living on the outskirts of society to believe in unicorns either. And you don't have to be a girl. True. That's very true. Unicorn magic is for all genders mm-hmm. and, and all experiences of identity, for sure. And we, I think... We can we can thank the uh, wonderful Catholic Church for their representation <laughs> of the uh, young maiden can only attract unicorns. True, but... <laughs> that's true. There there are some uh, gatekeeping beliefs that come with unicorns that just straight up aren't real. It's... Because mm-hmm. uh, I just... I know from the way that unicorns work that... They'll show up to anyone who they feel is beautiful and uh, and to me the beauty that they look for, of course, is meant to radiate radiate from like the the inside out, right? <laughs> um, and and I think that uh, oh yeah, another thing I wanted to bring up with with unicorn magic in particular is um they love light, they love lights, they love um um spotlights i've noticed they love twinkly lights um whenever i work with unicorns i always have a bunch of little tea lights around um they're and and i think that the way that they work their magic best is if you're honest with yourself i think that's what they honor the most is 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 people who honor who they are in their entirety they will they will show up and and this goes into another thing i want to talk about which is our personal unicorn guides which not not everyone has a unicorn guide and that's that's fine um but i I would like to think that those who seek one out there's one for them (laughs) because this is such like a niche energy transaction right um that is between unicorns and and us earthlings um and i think that if let's say that you're listening and you want to find and talk to and commune with your unicorn guide, I think that showing up with just an honest heart, an open mind, a curious spirit, they love curiosity. They love people that can step into a sense of wonder. Uh, that's like a pretty powerful word, uh, wonder. What does that mean? What does it mean to choose wonder and chase wonder? It's this childlike uh, curiosity and joy and for, for life and for its experiences. And unicorns celebrate that. Unicorns celebrate that sense of vitality, uh, childlike joy and vitality. Um, and... I think that unicorns like to show up for people who are, um, they're, they're kind of butterfly-esque for me in spirit, where I, I, the unicorns often show up when I'm in a moment of transformation, you know, have, is that apply to you too? Um, um, for me, it's more, they kind of, I always think of, um, 
them showing up when I it need that protective sense like when oh. I need to and when yeah. not specifically when I need to stand my ground on things Ooh. when I need that extra them not protecting me but the extra push for me to protect myself and to stand my ground and to defend um kind of thing um true that's that's often and that is often right before a moment of transformation Mm -hmm. uh (laughs) they kind of go hand in hand for me because it's one of those things that i don't know maybe i like i don't encounter those moments that often but they usually kind of go hand in hand then encounter them more often lately no, that's um, so maybe true. that's because i'm working with unicorns more thanks unicorns <laughs> but <laughs> the unicorns but, are good at that yeah when i when i think of because like i i've mentioned a couple times i think of um i mean obviously like the pure and innocent unicorn and y- everyone has their own take on what that means i don't believe that pure and innocent means what the common definition of like colloquial definition of pure and innocent is but um but like i i do associate that with unicorns but for me when i think of unicorn energy in my life it's the pure defense of myself the protectiveness of what and also like because for most of my life i was not fierce about going out and getting what i wanted um and put everyone else ahead of me like like my unicorns push me to do that um which has definitely changed my life a lot (laughs) (laughs) wow but yeah that's like when i think of unicorn energy i think of like that fierce defense um like very um like seven of wands um kind of right yeah yeah like Like standing your ground definitely that's so cool uh It's funny because, like, while I do, like, acknowledge and see that part of unicorns, I I utilize my guides a little differently. And and I think that this is going to ring true for a lot of other people who have unicorn guides. I think that unicorns are very multifaceted and can show up in many different forms for someone. Uh, For, well, for fuchsias, it's more of a defense, strength, grounding, like, almost like Taurian, Taurus- energy sort of like like weighted um protection like like almost like offense is the best defense sort of thing sort of standing your ground and being who mine is i i channel my unicorns very um so i actually i have two guides um and it, it reflecting i was like you know like critically thinking about my guides today and just sort of like rolling them around my head they're they're quite yin and yang um energetically where um i utilize one of them for i suppose more aligned with what you were just speaking of more of a action-based creation-based mindset and flow and my other unicorn is used for that healing Mm portion that they mm-hmm. control and and keep in mind like a, another part of like the lore is like not only is their horns healing but their horns can heal anything uh this is the the yes. lore mm-hmm. um and uh it's not nice to carry around that type of energy um of course i'm not going to delude myself into thinking it'll heal me right but it is a healing force that is all encompassing and n- non 
committal <laughs> in a way where like it, it's not going to just like stick to one thing it's going to spread it's an aoe it's an aoe spell uh <laughs> i'm getting aoe healed by the unicorn no cooldown uh it, <laughs> it, it can't be interrupted mm-hmm. it's it's full power and i so but uh i think mostly i contact and commune with my guides when I'm on the search of of create creativity, mm-hmm. because a lot of my artwork is very rooted in the in in at least for right now, uh, the way I'm I'm creating a lot of art right now is like with crayons <laughs> and with like markers and like mm-hmm. stuff that I would collect in my pencil box in grade school right and Mm -hmm. i'm really enjoying connecting with art in that way finger painting right and i think that i feel my unicorn so strong when i'm like connecting with this inner child another word that comes up a lot in this podcast uh and and i mean both of our stories of unicorns come from childhood and Mm -hmm. i think that unicorns are a really good way of just reconnecting with this uh and sp- specifically our inner child that is amazed and 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 flabbergasted by the world and around wonder, them wonder the word yeah. that we that you used before is wonder like the yeah, inner the child awe. and the wonder that's that's yeah that's what the unicorn is all about yeah and and i think that once we unlock i think that that First, I agree, you you have to believe in unicorns to use unicorn magic in some capacity or even be curious enough. Like I said, they they appreciate curiosity, so uh, they'll know whether or not to come knocking after your curiosity is peaked, right? Because um, once again, I, I really think that for the most part, unicorns choose you, but you can always come knocking on the door and see what happens, see what answers, right? Yeah, but- like I always think um, because... Um, going back to one of the other ways I use it, it, unicorn magic is, uh, purity, but like purity of self, like Mm -hmm. uh, unicorns, um, like, am I being true to myself? Am I being like, like I have my own kind of threshold, like, like not threshold, like I have my own barometer of like, this is who I am and acting at this level like in my mind makes me like worthy of unicorn like a presence uh not their judgment that's my judgment um but mm-hmm. but i think like one of the things that does help you call them to you is the purity of self and like being true um to yourself and being um yeah. being like honest about who you are you don't have to be pure and innocent and perfect um they they first of all um unicorns would get bored with that <laughs> they yeah, um they I get bored definitely with that. they they definitely like their their fae they like a little bit of mischief yeah. um but um but they um they they just want you to be um true to yourself when like in order like i think that's what calls them to people and if you're sitting here being like what 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 the fuck is my purity like what what does that mean 
um, I think a good way of unlocking that is through that inner child, through what, that's at least a good baseline, a good foundation, because, like, what what is what is more pure than a child un influenced by television and media and um inf- just like uh parents and and friends and peers right and, and what 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 were those things you used to enjoy when you were a kid before the the haze of adulting set in right and um the unicorns really celebrate that they like to see humans sort of re-exploring this younger soul that we mm-hmm. tend to lose as we get more connected to modern society right now. Yeah. Right? Um, I feel like you are in general just just Gemini things versus Capricorn things. In ooh. general, you are much more in tune with your inner child than or or not um, in tune, but you express your inner child a lot more. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't really do that except when I am working with unicorns, when I'm doing unicorn magic or even right. talking about unicorns, thinking about unicorns. Like that is where it comes out for me. Is, that's amazing. But that's the, the inner child. Um, and and I, I think that in itself is like just – a huge a key. good example of like unicorn magic for me is the inner like expressing inner child for me yeah yeah um, Ex- so. expressing expression I'm trying to think of other unicorn words they love fun they love they, mm-hmm. they're, they're they're very lighthearted, you know and yeah. they don't take life too seriously but they take their life seriously <laughs> if that makes sense uh mm-hmm. and uh i definitely relate to that where like i take my silliness very seriously is something i talk about a lot like i need i need room and space to be silly and and i think that is once again connects to their freedom they want they want the freedom to be and do whatever they want to do mm-hmm. and i think that unicorns unicorns are also very fool like i think in magic there's somewhere I feel like they're like this healthy um, ball of like the fool, the magician, the high priestess, that that first set of ego that mm-hmm. sort of jumps into the tarot where they have this incredible intuition and like I said, third eye magic that the high priestess carries. But they also have this very affirmative, very um, direction, mindful, inventive creative magical spirit of the magician and most of all they have the freedom and this the spirit of the fool where they just let loose and let free and i think that those three cards can be awesome for working with the the unicorns as well Mm -hmm. um and that that i guess leads into um i know both of us work with unicorns uh with tarot and oracle decks yes yes there are a lot of decks out there and of course you don't need decks this is just a little bonus if you're that that's that's the main way i work with unicorns is through my cards and it's, it's is it the same with you it's the main way like it's the easiest way for me to contact them and get guidance because i know we both we both like use them as spirit guides Mm -hmm. um how to like to talk to them like what um just in general with tarot but then also i have my like i have two oracle decks that are um different 
different vibes, very different vibes with unicorns that will give me guidance on just mm-hmm. like just like spirit guidance. Um, so I have my I have my last unicorn tarot deck. Beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. I love yeah. it. I um, wish I had that. That's so gorgeous. Signed by Peter Beagle, author oh of The God. Last Unicorn. I get to meet him in September. I'd throw up. I would throw um, up. I'd be so excited. <laughs> And I know um, you have the Crystal Unicorn deck. I mm-hmm. also have that. Mm. Um, do you still do the Unicorn Tarot reading? Do you still yes. have that available? Oh, so yeah. Dukesley has a Unicorn reading, a Tarot reading to get in touch with your Unicorn uh, mm-hmm. guide if you are ever interested. Mm. She uh, she did this reading for me and it was amazing. Mm. Um, not to not to shill our products, but. <laughs> it's um, it's honestly my favorite offering because mm -hmm. it's not for everyone i think that's why Mm -hmm. i like it so much i don't think that the average person is going to want to order my unicorn tarot card reading (laughs) i think that very specific people get drawn to unicorn magic and it's always so exciting when they accept the call i feel like it's one of i i i tout myself almost as like a unicorn ambassador because i just i love to be that sort of middle ground of channeling between the two um and sort of make it a more normalized yet magical yet wonderful yet expansive like like tether between like i said like this earthly space and this liminal space that mm-hmm. the fae love to celebrate in mm-hmm. but here's uh, and i'm just gonna for those who are seeing it, it the the crystal unicorn tarot is this very pastel this is actually one of my favorite cards the the three of swords it's this very pastel experience with um a writer wait smith twist to just a bunch of beautiful this card in, oh god this card gives me like PTSD the, this queen of this queen of wands in particular followed me everywhere for like 2 years um which is i think perfect for unicorn magic too um but yeah i use i that's this is one of my holy grail decks in general and i always 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 use it for unicorn communication what other decks and, do you have and always use it for for my readings yeah okay go ahead. <laughs> well no no like almost every single time you're like I have been doing oh, these I readings it for you. with this deck, it's true. but I'm feeling the unicorns for you. What? Uh, what? It's it's always as soon as I know that there's a unicorn fan, I'm like I'm getting the unicorn deck out for sure. <laughs> uh, so the other, I have two oracle decks. Um, I have this one. It's called the Magic of Unicorns. It's very very um, like what. Uh, floofy kind of oh you have it too i didn't realize you you got yeah. it yeah got it's very it. um more more of the fluffy lighthearted i mean still it's still got um some i mean the first card right here that i have pulled up of course spiritual warrior um because that's my card i suppose mm-hmm. um so but it's um it's nice and rainbows and and fluffy and, I mean, and will make you feel good and that's a very like good spirit guide one when i yeah. want to when i want to talk to unicorns and get I, guidance from them i pull this deck out when i'm looking for like real third like this is this is what i'm talking about like heady stuff because like this deck mm-hmm. also is talking about chakras it's talking about mm-hmm. um stargates and lyra yeah. and and um like other star systems mm-hmm. and cosmic rubies <laughs> like what does this mean it, it, it's really really um out there i think yeah. and um 
I don't know. They and I like this because if there. you look in the in if you look in the book, it has like an activity to do with every yeah. card, like like a little meditation to actually like c- connect with your unicorn spirit guide. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love I love that deck when I want when I need guidance and then this deck you actually introduced me to and I love it is the enchanted unicorn oracle and it is a completely different vibe it is funky it is out there it is uh, a little psychedelic it's a little very psychedelic it's based on um the uh how do you what is it i say the voynik the voynik Voynik. manuscripts yeah which is a whole thing in itself worth checking out i find that fascinating um but but it's very it's very like 60s there's literally card 1969 in 1967 in here um uh so it's very it's very uh summer of love feel um, yeah, I agree and, with that. And uh, I, I love this. It's I use this when I want that um, that other aspect of unicorn magic that I don't really use a lot. Like the 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 I use like the spirit guide, and I use the the fierceness, and I use the um, like purity of self. But this is like this is the other like if I need to get in touch with like the other stuff. Like mm. what? Like what little like mischief kind of like yeah not even very... like it's a little of the mischief feeling but it's more like, just like it's more like this is a very earthy uh, unexpected deck I guess yeah yeah I think it's I think it's very earthy I think it's very fey this mm-hmm. deck I think that I mean mm-hmm. I'm looking at cards that um like is talking about like psychedelics and like embrace your differences and cupcake there's a card for cupcakes like it's it's very playful and uh very silly and yet very um nature filled Mm -hmm. every every unicorn has its own specific um herb attached to it in this deck and and that's another thing i didn't even bring up which is is herbs for unicorns um I, I actually don't use many herbs when working with unicorns. I just pick up some dirt from the outdoors and uh, I, I get some, I, I give it like um, stuff that's around me that I, uh, mm-hmm. they, they love flowers. They love color. They love, uh, it, it's so hard to like narrow down like unicorns, like peppermint, because I really think not all unicorns are built the same. I think you got to explore and get to know your own unicorn, mm-hmm. you know, what that means to you. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Like I, I know definitely like my unicorn loves lavender. Ooh. Um, That has always been like a constant in lilac and lavender um my whole life um that has what that's been like what drew like like as a kid like would draw the unicorn to me um we had lilac and lavender right outside my bedroom window so maybe it's just that connection from watching (laughs) the last unicorn seven million times as a kid um but but uh but it's also like when i think of it i'm like when you mention herbs i'm like lavender but then I'm sitting here like, not for everyone, though. Yeah, definitely not like, for everyone. That's definitely my and unicorn. The, and I think that's what's so cool about unicorn magic, because I think that there's a lot of things in witchcraft online that's like, 
in order to call this fae or in order to call this deity, you got to use this type of rose petal, but mm-hmm. this rose petal is going to push them away. And mm-hmm. then this treat is good, but only if it's sugar free, like the, just these um, boundaries, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But I think that the fun thing with unicorn magic, and I think that this is actually pours over to a lot of different magic as well, secretly uh, without people knowing is that, only you know best what your magic is asking for. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be the same for Unicorn because it's so, so personal. It's a little different. It could be a little different with Faye because Faye usually show up and have wants and needs. Um, But I'm talking about your Unicorn. If you're you're seeing a Unicorn out in the wild, something crazy is afoot. And... (laughs) <laughs> I'm very it jealous. It's not of you. just the psychedelics. <laughs> no, not this time. I, uh, it's. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that with unicorn magic, what what it's done for me is that it's allowed me to be a kid again. I mean, Fuchsia is right. It's always been pretty easy for me to channel my inner child. Um, but I think that with following unicorn archetypes it's allowed me to be a little bit more fearless with my um youthfulness and my love for all things wondrous and and uh being allowing allowing myself to be blown over with awe and allowing myself to be swept up in the magic of everything Mm -hmm. you know um, allowing myself to just explore and play more unapologetically. And once again, if, if the, I think that the beastness comes out within me when someone tries to stop me from exploring those things, I've, I've become more confident in being like, like, this may not be comfortable for you, but it's comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And you have to give me the space to allow me to be myself, right? Um, and, uh, it, it, it's kind of interesting, like looking back over the years, cause I've only started to take like unicorn magic pretty seriously within the last like four or five years. So I'm still mm-hmm. watching it evolve, watching my guides sort of evolve with me and, and guide me. It's, yeah, it's, they're very solar lunar based, um, respectively looking at it now, mm-hmm. but I think that, yeah, the, the the biggest aid that unicorns have done for me is just being open to magic in and of itself, right? And I think that, I don't know, believing believing in unicorns is the first step, okay? It is. Or, or at least ha- willing to have the belief. Right. Um, I, I, like I said earlier, like curiosity yeah. is good enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, because there are some people who will even even like i know there will be some people who are witches who listen to this episode who will be like who who like listen to it and hear the topic and they're like no unicorns aren't real and they'll move on and Mm -hmm. that that's fine that's great that just means unicorns aren't for you more for Uh, me more unicorns um, for me (laughs) but the yeah the thing i love about unicorn magic is about how completely unique it is to each individual Mm -hmm. Um, like obviously like we have some similarities we also have some similarities in our practice in general but um but like we 
the way we discussed it, like we use like this unicorn magic in very different ways most of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's like, like if you're interested in unicorn magic, don't know where to start. That's when it's good to like look at, like I say, this is a good starting point with working with the Fae also in general is look at the myths, look at the folklore, look at the stories, look at the history of of unicorns of fae um and there are so many different things that unicorns can embody that you will find the unicorn or the unicorn will find you that is right for you that is what you need um yeah and and it's kind of interesting because for some people like they they receive this like very vivid image of the unicorns right but uh sometimes you might just pick up on a scent or the tingling of wind chimes and uh or colors tastes mm-hmm. um just some sort of activation of these five senses or, or something beyond that you know mm-hmm. and um i think a part of unicorn magic too is like just i don't know being open to whatever shows up and Whatever feels right, mm-hmm. uh, it, it probably is. It, it's a very subtle magic, and I yeah. the overlap between unicorn and fair real, uh, mm-hmm. like super super. The Venn diagram's very circular, right? Um, which, mm-hmm. by the way, we will have a fay episode soon. We 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 owe you all a fay episode, so <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get around to that pretty soon. But is there anything else that you want to talk about, real quick? No, I was looking at the time thinking we should wrap up. Um, as I said at the beginning of the episode, this book, mm. if you want to learn about unicorn history, folklore, mythology, this book is great. It's The Unicorn by Nancy Hathaway. You can tell if you're looking at the video. I <laughs> I have um, read this a lot. It's, it's great. I have had this literally pretty much my entire... Wow. Um, life. I don't remember getting this book. Wow. I have just always had this book. But it's it goes into like the history, it goes into the mythology, it has I lots of art, um, like from different cultures, from there's even a section on someone who made a scientist who made a unicorn out of a cow. Whoa. Um yeah, right? In what? in the nineteen thirties. Look up um uh Dr. W. Franklin Dove at the University of Maine. Oh, whoa. Uh, so, Chad. So, uh, <laughs> so there's a little unicorn cow. What? <laughs> That's not okay. Um, so, what? <laughs> so, so there's a lot in this book. It's pretty great. Um, cool. I recommend it. Um, it has a rec- it has a recommendation from Peter Beagle on the back of it. Ah, cool. Um, so, uh, um, very cool. It's a great book if you want to, like, any of these three books, but if you want to just start learning about, like, unicorns, the folklore, the history, mm-hmm. um, how it's shown up throughout the world, uh, throughout history, this is a good book. The other two books that I mentioned, um, uh, Little Book of Unicorns and Unicorn Magic, are great for actually getting started with working with yeah, the unicorns, and and if the, if you're one of these mm. people saying you're like, whoa, I really want a unicorn guy, but I want to do none of the work, then you can always get a reading from me. <laughs> I mean, you, I out. still, I still put in the work, but I still got. No, yeah, 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 no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The, the, the unicorns want you to work, but like, if if you're looking for help on trying to connect with the unicorns, mm-hmm. I love, love, love working with unicorns. Mm-hmm. I think that 
once again, it's very subtle, very slow, very powerful. Um, mm -hmm. And there's a space for you if this calls to you, because this is such a specific calling, I think. Um, and I'm sure we're going to talk about more unicorns more during the Fae episode that we're going to have one day. <laughs> I, I, I think we Sometime planned this spring, one. I think. Pro I think, right? yeah, I think we have one planned. I'm just not entirely sure when. But we um thinking probably around Beltane. That makes sense. But it's a very Fae moment. Stone, <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. And so I think that's it. I think we're going to wrap up today's episode here thank you all so much for tuning in hanging out with us if you have any unicorn questions please contact us there's multiple ways to hang out with us um i believe we have an email address if you want to pop us an email um you can find that email on celestialcafe.org i'm not sure the exact address i believe it's all the way at the bottom of the page celestialcafe.org that's our website um i believe it's Let's see. Celestial Cafe Podcast at Gmail. Okay, cool. Yep. Oh, okay. All right, there it is. That's that's the that's the email. But the um, best way if you want to have whole conversations with all of us and yes. others is Discord. Is the Discord. Yes. The Discord is popping. There's also a link to that on the website. Um anything else? Uh do you do you want to drop your website real quick? Um, yeah, my website has all my social links, lunarlibraries.com. Um, you can get to my YouTube where I, in theory, often talk about unicorns, um, <laughs> when I, when I make videos. You're getting there. Uh, I have my makeup done. I might make a video tonight. I don't know. Beautiful. Oh my God. Um, That's so exciting. But, but, um, but yeah, lunarlibraries.com, you can get to all my, um, all my social links and I talk oh. a lot about unicorns all over the place. Me too. Uh, we Yeah, we both blather on a bit about unicorns wherever we are. And you can catch me on phazy.love, F-A-E-Z-I dot love. Uh, that's where I have my unicorn offerings. And I'm working on some blog posts, one of which is going to be one on unicorn magic. So that should be out. Oh, God. I don't know why I said that. I don't know when. Um, It's just it'll be there one day. So <laughs> you'll, yeah, you'll, I'll you'll pop on. You'll be like, wow. <laughs> Probably by the time this posts or the week that this posts, um, I will have a blog post about cool. more about what we talked about. Dope. Okay, cool. So we unicorns forever. That's what I feel. Uh, thank you all so much for hanging out today. Um, unicorns bless all of you that have shown up and chose us to talk about some magic, magic, unicorn magic forever. Okay, I think I'm done. Take care, everyone. Goodbye. Happy Bye. Celestial Cafe episode day. Woohoo! <laughs>